pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to One Life Left on Residence 104.4 FM. My name is Steve Curran. Hello, I'm Simon Byron. <laughs> and I'm Anne Scantlebury. And we are One Life Left. We're a video game radio show. And for the next hour, we're going to be talking about video games. Uh, almost at the end of term, Steve. Almost. Um, Lu- Louis Schaefer. Very affectionate on the way out, wasn't he? Yeah, he's going to miss you. I got three three cheek kisses. <laughs> Interesting. What do you think that signals? There's probably an assassin outside. Yes, just... Yeah. Mm. Okay, well, thanks, Dad. See, I thought it was quite a lovely touch, actually, but now I'll be wearing just, a hoodie on I the way out. I just don't want to lose you, Simon. How's your week been? It's been pretty good. Pretty busy, pretty good. What about yours? Pretty good, although I missed Marioki on Friday. Did miss Marioki. Heard good things. Anne, how was it? Oh, it was brilliant, Steve. Brilliant. We had um, a new group in who had never been before, didn't really know what to expect. At first, they were a bit lukewarm, but by the end, they were family. How does someone represent their lukewarmness? Well, when Simon said, what do you think of it so far? They went, um, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I mean, that sounds pretty lukewarm to me. Mm, It does. Otherwise, had a good week. Had a very good week. Although I did have a bit of a cold last week. I had a bit of a cold last week. Over it now. Yeah. All you need is a good session of Marioki. I think there was something going around at your Mm. wedding. Mm. Yeah, you had it. Mm, I had it. Lisa had it. Mm. Now you've you two have had it. Had it. Interesting. Who could we give it to? (laughs) (laughs) Next. Who knows? Uh, So exciting week for the world of video games. Is it? No idea. We're going to find out, aren't we? Though. I I mean, that's your responsibility. We're going to do our, our best to get hold of a guest. I've, I've um, messaged someone. Okay. Might come through, might not. It's been a bit... Uh, yeah, I feel like I've been letting you down a little, actually, recently with guest-wise. We didn't want to say anything, Simon. I d- well, you know, it's the AGM later, isn't it? it I is. just mm. want to say that I've, um, I'm aware of my own performance. And I think, actually, part of an important point, part of that, dealing with it, is admitting it yourself. Good. <laughs> good. <laughs> it's dealt with now, isn't it? <laughs> dealt with, yeah. No, yeah, good. Sorry. Must try harder. Will try harder. Maybe next season. Is that what we're... Because we're off for six weeks, aren't we? This is the penultimate show before we break. It's your last show. It's my last show. Uh, and then we break up for six weeks. Six weeks apart. <sighs> what are we going to get done? Booking those guests. Good. <laughs> right. Are you ready to kick off, Anne? Always ready. Born ready. Let's go. It's a 
7.04 on Monday the 24th of July. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Pokemon Go Fest has happened and it was kind of a disaster. The event in Chicago was marred by server and network coverage issues. Niantic's chief marketing officer said on stage at the event, this is obviously not the way we had the day planned and it isn't for you either, but we thank you for your patience. Some of the more impatient players chanted, we can't play over the live Twitch stream. Attendees will be refunded the $20 price of their tickets and given $100 worth of Pokecoins. Despite all this, legendary Pokemon are now unlocked worldwide for all to capture. Okay, uh, could they have seen this coming? Yes. One would have thought so, right? Don't do anything with children, animals or technology. Yeah, Mm. and this is all of those. How many many people were there? Loads. Right, okay, officially loads. Big park. Okay. They didn't didn't say the numbers, presumably, because then they would have had to have admitted that they knew that they were never going to be able to do okay. this. And then, uh, you know, um, you mentioned that legendary creatures are unlocked yeah. for everybody. Good news? Great news, Is Simon. Oh, I haven't, <laughs> I I haven't had know. a go. I saw a lot of people talking about this. Yeah. They go, don't worry, everybody, legendary creatures are now unlocked for everybody. Was, okay. Good. Uh, but also, uh, I saw some reports today that people are struggling to get the legendary... What does a legendary do? TBH, I don't know. Okay. Was it a problem? Was this a problem with Niantic servers or the cell phone? So it was both. People couldn't connect to the local um, the local networks with the uh, telephone Mm -hmm. signal providers. Yep, those people. Okay. Um, So they presumably could have solved that by shipping in another one. You can get like. Just, just get a Wi-Fi hat. Yeah, someone could have got a dongle. dongle. Well, exactly. Yeah, you could have just get, yeah, a shared the passwords. Tethers, <laughs> a couple of dongles all around, right. um, but also the server. Right, couldn't okay. handle it. They just couldn't handle it, which is weird because they were, you know, getting this uh, sort of as a worldwide event because uh, players all over the world during those times were also able to sort of get involved as well. But they've uh, they've resolved it now by giving them free money. Uh, as is the way. Did yeah, we know that this was happening before it was a disaster? That, that's the thing, isn't it? Everyone's what, like, did oh, we know that the... That the event was happening. Did you yeah, know I, it? I did it as a news story last week. <laughs> I was busy last week, though, wasn't I? <laughs> did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What did I say after that? You went, oh, I bet there'll be server issues. Oh, did I? No, you didn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nintendo has launched an online app for the Switch on iPhone and Android. The app will let you voice chat with friends if you connect your headset to your phone, invite friends to play via Facebook, WhatsApp and Twitter, and it'll give you some game-related information like your online match history. The service is currently free, but from 2018 there will be a paid annual subscription fee which will also give you access to classic NES titles with additional multiplayer modes. The cost will be the equivalent of €20, which by 2018 will probably be about £50. Have you tried any of this, Simon? I have, I have, I have. I'm, um, I've, so I've, I'm not interested in the voice chat, mm-hmm. um, but I can tell you that uh, I've inked 60,104 bits of thing. Okay. Equivalent to the Great Pyramid of Giza. Is that on Sp- Splatoon, on Splatoon 2. 2. That's the only uh, game that's yeah. it's got functionality. Feels like with. I should install this now. I've uh, my favourite stage is the reef. Okay. Okay. Um, I can tell you, <laughs> I've been ordering clothes off it. <laughs> it sells exclusive clothes. Does well, like it? Real, it does. Real okay. life no, that then go to my Splatoon man. Um, I ordered a jelly uh, jelly. A jelly bee shirt, which looks very much like... I showed it to my wife. I said, look at me in Splatoon. She said, that looks like the sort of shirt you'd wear to work. You can only get it through the mobile app and it gets delivered to you via your Switch. What's this mobile app called? Uh, Switch... What's it called? Uh, Nintendo... Yeah, just a Nintendo Switch thing. Um, I can tell you... Nintendo Switch Online. Nintendo Switch thing, he said. I can tell you, my last 50 battles, victory, 17... Right. Defeat 33. That sounds like However, ladies and gentlemen, if you can read out the last the t- those results there, Anne, for the Rainmaker stage. Victory. KO. Bonus. Victory. KO. Bonus. Victory. KO. Bonus. Victory. 67 count. That was lunchtime today. Rainmaker, is that the proper ranked stuff? Because I've only been in Turf War. But I really like Rainmaker. Oh. Yeah, well, that, we, I mean, maybe we should talk about this in the review section. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, I, I, my understanding from from Splatoon is that it's not quite delivering what everybody wants from it yet. They want voice chat and coordinated um, gangs or uh, teams or etc., which um, you can't 
do through their mobile app at the moment. But if if they're using it as a stress test before having the uh, Nintendo Switch Online App Festival, <laughs> then uh, yeah, I've been I've been uh, I've been impressed with it. So yeah, you I, c- I definitely don't want voice chat. No, there are um, there are, there are some of the modes in the rank battles where you would benefit from it actually playing it at the moment those victories uh, mm. on Rainmaker uh, that you just read out like you know like the football scores yeah. <laughs> like we're on BBC Radio 5 Live <laughs> <laughs> um those victories were it felt like me and the three others knew what we were doing with Rainmaker really? even though we, we weren't communicating via voice um but yeah so now people feel like they're it, I think you people are getting into the swing of it understanding how the modes are are working at the moment but yeah i can see there are mo- there, there are times when it might be helpful but i don't want to talk to randoms american truck simulator is doing a very thorough simulation job and has shut a big section of one of the most iconic highways after a real life landslide california's real pacific coast highway or highway one had one million tons of rock fall on it in the big sur landslide back in may developer scs software explained we always strive to bring something new in our game updates this time at this particular spot we will not give but take the next update will close the highway one section player responses have been mixed with some praising the attention to detail and others saying things like having a big chunk of the PCH as an alternative really helped cut down on the tedium <laughs> thank you for your comment yes <laughs> <laughs> very helpful it's good to have the tedium cut down I find you know a bit of tedium's good but okay. not, not 100% have, you, is, is any, have, have either of you played Euro tr- Truck Simulator or American Truck Simulator no 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 I've, I've oh, yeah. I thought it. about it yeah I thought oh I should I should probably as a you know part of my trying to view the world of video games and see every aspect i should really play something that looks as <laughs> as boring as this and i i haven't played it so should i if you're a listener and you're a big fan of euro truck simulator or german airports 2 or any of these things uh why not write in and tell us what the appeal is i i got the sense that um a lot of the twitter personalities were playing it ironically to begin with i mean that is so many games these days mm. right uh, irony is death because it's like oh i play this but i don't really care about it so you can't laugh at me but are you implying that they start playing it ironically that's what, and then yeah that was the impression i got because some of them they're still playing it i don't know mm. they're still doing how it. long still, does irony last well that's the question <laughs> well, we've been it? doing this for 11 years <laughs> so <laughs> Xbox One users were treated to a really weird error message this week. It read, Mock error title. This would be some long description about the error. Read it and weep. If you haven't looked up this phrase on the internet, please do. You'll find a My Little Pony episode called Read It and Weep. Cloud Chasers and Wonderbolts, you'll never be forgotten. Obviously, the message was only meant for internal use, but the Xbox One curtain has been lifted, and it turns out it's all My Little Ponies back there. Bronies. They're cool, aren't they? Yeah. Bronies. Yeah, but I... uh... I don't really understand that subculture. Hmm, me neither. Maybe you should do an investigation into it. Investigation. In the same way that Steve and I have been thinking about driving uh, virtual <laughs> lorries, maybe, maybe you I should, should open a, your... I should have a think. <laughs> you should have a think. About... About, yeah, about yeah. The, the little pony stuff. Um, good, I guess. I mean, they, they, they fixed it. Okay, well, they fixed the fake error. Yeah, well, no, they just... They the just, fake error came down again. Yeah, okay. they just change the text in it obviously that I wasn't didn't supposed see to be it. it didn't you no do you not get many errors on your xbox one no should i feel like i've that i'm that I missed yeah. out you should oh. well isn't that a human you know sometimes it's uh it's worth remembering there are humans behind every message that's written everything that's made there's a human back there just loving my little pony was there an official apology uh, there wasn't an official big apology but someone uh, mentioned it to mike ibarra on twitter oh yeah and he went sorry we'll fix that there then, you go. And then Consumer did. action. Yeah. It was, you Fixed. Know, <laughs> fixed. So, so it, it looks like, you know, don't go through any of the official channels <laughs> when you've got something to say. Just straight onto Twitter. And finally, we told you a little while ago that Atari was getting back into hardware, but we did not expect that it would be wearable. Yeah, sure, the company is still making the Atari console, but they're also going for something more innovative and stylish with the Atari speaker hat, a baseball cap with Bluetooth speakers and a microphone. It will be a limited edition tie-in to Blade Runner 2049. If they don't call it a Hatari, then they do not deserve success. Okay, the tie-in to Blade Runner makes more sense, maybe. 
because Atari is a, a yeah, prominent brand in the original, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But still, I do feel like that those running Atari now are just joking. Aren't they? <laughs> They're doing it ironically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so there's uh, a quote that I didn't include in this uh, from Atari Connect COO, who said, this is a very uh, excellent quote, we envision a full range of connected personal devices that live at society's intersection of entertainment technology and social connectivity that legendary film worlds like Blade Runner 2049 foretell. We all remember Harrison Ford running around with a Bluetooth hat for speakers, <laughs> don't we, in the original? What nonsense. Uh, I just really like that sentence because it keeps going on and saying <laughs> words that don't belong next to each other. Uh, yeah, it's a bit bit weird. Do you, do you want to nope. put a hat no, on no. him? No. Never. Also, it's annoying for other people, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Of course. Like Atari. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a question about Atari. Oh, yeah. So, You've come to the right place. <laughs> Obviously, they're, they're back in the news. Yeah. Um, what do they actually own? I don't, don't because know. Didn't they flog off all their yes. brands? Yes. To the Kingsleys. And <laughs> he's riding around on horseback now, <laughs> yeah. bestowing old, old Atari <laughs> games on people. Yeah, but, like, so they're going to do this, this Atari console. Yeah. Do they even have the rights to do Maybe this? we should sue them. Sets <laughs> <laughs> of brands from... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What do you... But if they've got the name, that's their company name, they can... They can... But Atari's not Atari anymore, is it? But it's got the name. You don't yeah, have to... But they just have the... I mean, do they just have the name? Because I, th- I genuinely thought they had sold off all of their brands. Mm-hmm. Like, last time they went under. Which is why Rebellion are making Battlezone and... Presumably, other people are making other things. Um, so, what do they have? Do they retain the rights to the old games? Are they are they still in possession of those rights, despite them being owned by? Other, I don't understand how it works. Yeah, I've got no idea either. But I just wish that they would stop it. <laughs> they own hats. That's all they own now. Okay, just, just hats and Bluetooth speakers. Okay, thanks, Anne. One life left. Video game news with Anne Listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is Club Cult Bullshift. It's from chipmusic.org. Didn't know where you were going there. You swerved right at the end of that, didn't you? I got my um, Splatoon stats. Okay. Last 50 battles. Yep. Victory in 20, defeat in 30, which is better than I expected, uh, honestly. Uh, Average something is times 3.1. What does that mean? Uh, it's the uh, average, average kills. Average number of kills, okay. Uh, or splats. Let's call them splats. splats. Average yeah. splats, yeah. 3.1. Um, yeah, I, I find it very, very difficult, that game. But I guess, again, we'll talk about that more later in the show. And you've been doing some Atari research, haven't you? Yeah, uh, Wikipedia says, on uh, June 22nd, 2014, Atari announced a new corporate strategy that would include a focus on new audiences. Ah. Uh. These audiences specifically are LGBT, social casinos, real money gambling, and YouTube. 
Right, so the hat fits into YouTube. YouTubers love hats, don't they? Social casinos, maybe they just want everyone to be able to sociably hear music while you walk around. (sighs) Who knows, who knows? Interesting, if you've got any insider gossip on Atari, i.e. you're one of Atari, (laughs) (laughs) or you're a knight, uh, email us. (laughs) Team at onelifeleft.com. Fantastic. How's it getting, how are we getting on getting a guest? Um, Well, Dan Marshall has ignored Anna over Twitter and me over email, so I guess that leaves you to either go round there or just to call him up. (laughs) Okay, I don't have his number. He seems to have done well this week, though, doesn't he? He does. Uh, does, Behold the Kickmen came out, uh, Dan Marshall's satirical football game project. Are any of us reviewing it? Because he said if we didn't, he'd be livid. Well, I'm not reviewing it because it didn't work properly on my pad, which he's fixed today in a patch. Okay. Uh, so that's good. Maybe next week. Maybe it'll be a end of season special Ooh. if we get him on the show today. Yeah. And if he comes on, will we ever talk about that game again? <laughs> okay. Ever, ever, ever. So um, it's guest o'clock. Yeah, we've been mixing it up over the last few shows, though, haven't we? We've had some guests early, some guests late. Yeah. Yeah, so there's plenty of time, Dan. Yeah. So we probably should just do... We're not going anywhere, are we? We'll just talk amongst ourselves for a while. Well, you're we... going to segue immediately into letters there, Anne, because if you notice that we've only had two. <laughs> I do feel like everyone's ready for a holiday. No, do you know what I mean? A little bit of a break. Mm. Are we going to do letters? Could do. Should we, should we do letters now? Give Dan a little bit more time. Just give him a little right bit now. more time. Yeah. Uh, okay. Email, messages, and forward BCC. One life letters. Thank you, Robert and Lawrence, for both of your letters. Um, I'll start with Robert first. Robert Well says, hello, team. Hello, super, super special guest, question mark. Well, we'll see, will He is we? still a question mark, isn't mm. he? I've just been to Into the Unknown, the Barbican Sci-Fi Exhibition. If only they'd... <laughs> I'd love to talk to somebody about that on the show, wouldn't you? Someone from the Barbican Sci-Fi Exhibition. I'd love to have them as a guest. It'd be brilliant. No, Perfect fit. They come on the show. And nestled at the end are some props from David Cronenberg's Existence... Is it Existence? Existence. Is existence. In the film, virtual reality machines are biological and plug into the spine. I found myself comparing this to Wild Palms, where virtual reality comes in sunglasses form, and Murder, She Wrote, where virtual reality comes as a headset and gloves, but what you see is clearly a pixelated film. When you were younger, what did you think virtual reality would look like? How do you think we're getting... To, how do you think what we're getting to measures up? I remember knowing that it would have to be lighter than virtuality, but I couldn't get my head around how they'd shrink the tiny TVs. Pip-Pip Roberts. Well, we all... We all... I watch Tomorrow's World. You're around my age, Steve. You're yeah, yeah. Tomorrow's World. Of talking about Maggie uh, Philbin. Max. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was... Um, it was the great promise, wasn't it? But unfortunately then, I, I think the... The extent to which they could imagine it was all low polygon stuff, wasn't it? So, well, definitely my first uh, my first encounter with VR was the old, the first generation of headsets, and so that's because I've no imagination. That's how I've always imagined it. Like headsets uh, getting smaller and smaller. Do you remember Craig Charles's VR TV show? It sounds cool. It, cool. it was. He ran around shouting a wooga a lot. <laughs> Did? Did he? Yes. <laughs> no, wasn't that? Gone. John Fashanu in in Gladiators. He also did that. Right. Mm, yeah. But not in VR. Not in VR. Okay. That was in real life. Like these days, real both life. of them could do it through their Bluetooth speakers, wow. couldn't they? Gladiators yeah. was real life. Uh, yeah. Um, no, there was a, an old VR show with Craig Charles. VR game show. Uh, I can't remember what it is. I'll, I'll just... Wow. I'll, I'll Google it. It's news to me. That's definitely true. Definitely so what, true. he was in VR. How did you watch it? It was just on the television, was it? It was definitely just on the television. Okay, but but uh, there were contestants there who had headsets on, whilst and Craig Charles in... Would he come up then behind them in real life and whisper a wooga? Google's auto-completed it as Craig Charles' virtual reality game show, so clearly other video game radio shows have had this question. Okay. Cyberzone, it was called. Cyberzone. Ooh, a wooga. Uh, from 1993. Uh... Craig Charles but I don't think there's a Wikipedia page well, we, could, we should start that uh, we have got plenty of time unless Dan Marshall comes on <laughs> on Craig Charles's Wikipedia page television career da, 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 Red Dwarf Robot Wars 
it's been written out. Is it? It's not there. Coronation Street. It's not there. Okay, interesting. Interesting. Okay, so you you, you imagine VR to be Craig Charles running around saying a wooga? Did you? <laughs> maybe 100%. maybe one day he'd become intelligent enough to say other phrases. Yes. Would he? <laughs> yeah. Higher resolution, Craig Charles <laughs> shouting all kinds of variations on a wooga. Okay. Yeah. Right, Anne, you've been born with VR practically, haven't you? No. As it, but I feel like it's only just been recent, very recent. No, but you 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 must have been aware of it as a as a younger lady. Yeah. Um I never really engaged with it. Okay. How are you think... engaging with it now? There's quite a lot of PlayStation VR titles that come yeah, out over the last couple of weeks. I've downloaded a few. Which oh, have you? Which I haven't ones? been playing them yet. Okay. Uh, just there for a while. Just... <laughs> Why did you download them? Because they're in the sale? No, do you know I didn't download them in the sale. I've downloaded I downloaded them before the sale. Brilliant. Idiot, Idiot and haven't even played them yet. Right, fantastic. Just, yeah, could you just? It's going well. This. this all right. All right. Well. I've got a description of Cyberzone okay. up right now. Uh, this is from UKGameshows.com. Right. Set in the same cyberpunk studio environment that seems to follow him round like a bad smell, Craig Charles tries to whoop up excitement from an indifferent crowd of twenty-somethings by periodically rattling the chain fencing and shouting a wooga long before. John Fashanu of Gladiators used exactly the same chant. While this happens, two contestants are looking at giant screens in front of them and stamping on pressure pads to traverse around a virtual reality game world. Rather rubbishly, contestants could either move or perform an action, but not both at once. There are only three scenarios during the whole series. Uh, yeah, interesting. Sounds a bit like a cross between Games Master and uh, Gladiators. Games Master, that's what I would have... What would you be? VR? No, which which is the one where they would go take one step to the Nightmare. left? Nightmare. Okay. That's the thing. Right. All right, it might be time for letter two, okay. I think. Hi, team. My attention span for games is now down to about two to four hours, everything longer, and I just won't have the time to dri- uh, or drive to finish them. With that in mind, what are your favourite games of this length? Love the show, Lawrence. Short games. What a very good question. Obviously, most games could benefit from being yeah. a little a slimmer. Lot. A lot. <laughs> Two to four hours, is that the ideal length? Yes, definitely. Do you think so? What, for everything? I, mm, yeah. Okay. I would thoroughly recommend going on Itch... IO and looking at the games there because they've often been made by smaller teams which means the scope of them is smaller and they're often more interesting as well uh, you'll find some brilliant you know 10 to 15 minute games on there uh, I've also been playing Splatoon and we'll talk more about this later in the show but I found that's really really good for very very short bursts of gameplay and I guess those kind of multiplayer um, team based or individual shooters generally are good for that sort of thing. They don't really have an end game, but you can play it in very, very small bites. I guess Overwatch is a good example of that. I've never played Overwatch. I've never played Overwatch. It feels like we should, should doesn't it? As Maybe a, these are all projects that we should feels have feels like we summer. should have done a year and a half ago. Well, yeah. Uh, we've had an emergency letter. Shut up. We have. Who from? James Parker. Jay Parks. Yay. JP. Hello, team, and perhaps super special guest... I assumed he was listening, but I guess not. Oh, maybe he is, because, you know, he has hope in Dan Marshall. Well, I've got one, well. I was at Marioki on Friday, writes James, and it was Brillo. There was a group of new, young people there, and initially, as I'm sure I, you can imagine, I was frightened and confused by their presence, especially when one of them stole my name. However, they soon proved to be massively up for it, belted out some big songs, and were integral to an amazing night. So my question is, what aspects of games did you initially shun, only to realise later that it was great and actually made everything more wonderful? Online multiplayer. Really? Yeah. Is that relevant to today's review section? Partly. Well, I mean, you know, I've shunned the the sort of big boy games, haven't I? The shouty bang bang, but Star Wars Battlefront. Mm. So uh, online multiplayer where you can't talk to each other. Right. Okay. That's a good point. I think that's been vital in my appreciation of Splatoon as well. Spoilers. Anne. Um, I never liked Steam games because I don't like playing with a keyboard. I, I find it weird. And then I played some quite nice ones. Okay, I, I was never really fond of dating games. And then I played Hatful Boyfriend, 
and found oh. that the writing was like so perfect and integral to sort of the charm of that game. I play quite a few now. Uh, have you played the new yeah, daddy, daddy dating? Daddy dating sim. Uh, are you going to review that? Uh, no, but I might review it next week. I do have some thoughts on it. I'm super impressed with the diversity of the uh, the cast, not the protagonist, but the objects of your affection in in the, the in yeah. the, the dads. The dads. But I know it's something slightly weird. Let what? the mums see the dads. <laughs> I think, I think it's the opposite. Is it? Yeah. So the dads see the dads. Is it? Yeah. Okay. They're all the same height. Huh. They are. They're all in a slightly Ooh. weird way. If you look at the roster, they're all identical heights. Is it so that... I've like, no idea. You know, uh, I saw a picture on the internet this week. One of many pictures I saw on the internet this week. <laughs> which was... Um, uh, that's a thing now. Same height parties. Is it? When you go in, you get given a s- 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 small stilts or small platforms yes. so that everybody in yes. the party is the same height. Do you know, this would be great for Matt because he's really tall. Sometimes he can't hear yeah, short Everybody would talking. be at Matt's height. And they think he's being really rude, but he's just like, I just can't hear you up here. <laughs> he's really tall. I have to shout. Interesting. Okay, thank you for all of your letters. We just uh, have one more in, actually. What? Uh, from Dan Marshall. What? Which go. says, Gah, sorry, I'm not home. Colon, open bracket. But that's okay, because it's a mobile phone. Oh, it I said, can matter. we call you on the landline? I don't have his mobile. Do I have his mobile? You reckon you do, Andy? Mm, just ring it. It was a mobile just phone. Just send a new, start a new thread. And just say, can we call can you we... on your mobile? Do that, do that. Do that. Quickly. What about... I'm just going to reply to someone. What about your mobile telephone? Thank you for all your letters this week. If you have uh, anything you want to say to One Life Left, you've got one week left to do it. Otherwise, we'll stop listening. <laughs> we will for we six weeks. We won't hear weeks. you. We won't hear you. How do people do that? Anne? Please email into team at onelifeleft.com. It is time for local news. Hello. I'm Sega Badawi, and welcome to One Life Left, local news. Well, the new Professor Layton has been announced, and this time, it's a woman. Yes, after being played by posh white men with massive top hats, the ace detective is going to be played by Catriel. Some Laytonians are not happy with the news, saying that it's PC gone mad which is weird as the Leighton games are only available on mobile and Nintendo platforms. It is unknown who the Professor's new companion will be, but it is believed that a talking dog called Shirl is up for the role. Or maybe it'll be a chirpy Cockney child with a flat cap. Either way, they won't be much help finding the Picarats. Thanks and back to your usual programming.
listening to One Life Left on Residence 104.4 FM. This is Clam and Solar Sailor. Sup, Anne? Heard anything from Dan yet? No, nothing. Nothing at all. He's probably out watching the footy, isn't he? he? Just, there are some friendlies just, on the scene. He messaged me on uh, on Twitter and he said, oh, sorry, I'm out and about at the minute. We were stupid. We said landline. We could have just said phone. Yeah. He's but, too clever for us, yeah. Dan Marshall, isn't it's he? It's almost like we're trying to do something that we don't know anything about. Maybe it'll result in something that's... I mean, we literally don't actually know how to do no, a phone call on the radio either. So, um, Can you recall what lines we submitted to Behold the Kick Men? No, we did loads. We shouted them. Mm. We did. David was in the studio as well. Kate reminded me because he shouted, <laughs> how's the funeral? Didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did we explain why? No, I'm not sure. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I wasn't sure if it was um, one of us in the trailer that he did. Should we play the trailer? If only there was any way of asking him. (laughs) Or promoting his video game. What uh, what genre should Dan tackle next? Well, I suggested on Twitter that he should do Behold the Crick Men. Okay. Uh, So, crickets. Ah, I need to do that. Somebody uh, I noticed is writing a, a 2020 cricket match to memory card game. It looks great. Really? Looks great. It's coming out uh, next in the next month. I said I'd hook them up with someone, oh, and then forgot to do it. <laughs> and then just remembered when I was on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Must get a guest as well at some point. Some point. Yeah. Some point. We should do that, shouldn't we? Ah. This is a trailer. Okay. I mean. It sounds like a football game, doesn't it? It does. Does that sound like any of us? It does, yeah. How's the funeral? <laughs> Good. Uh, should we really be... We should really be playing the trailers for every other game. Yeah, that's we? right, actually. Like, until he... Yeah. Until he gets home. So, how are we going to spend our summer break? We've got six weeks. I'm going all over the place. Oh, are you? I'm going to go to Lithuania. Mm-hmm. Why? Oh, no. I hear it's very nice in the summer. Yeah. Um, remember Thomas, who came in the show, who made Human Fall Flat? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a year old. So you're a year old on celebrate. Saturday. We're going to celebrate. Um, so, I'm going to see Thomas. I'm going to go to Cologne. Yeah. Um, Is that for Gamescom? It's Gamescom. I'm going to Canada next week. Yeah. What's that for? Family reasons. Good. Reasons of family. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good thing. I'm looking forward to it. The next big uh, Switch game is uh, Mario versus Rabbids. That's out at the end of August. Does that count as a Nintendo first party game, <laughs> even though it's published by Ubisoft? Because I promised myself I was only going to buy into first party things. Is it second party? Like one and a half? I don't know. It seems it's like, like that cousin thing, it's isn't not, it? It's not, is it? It's definitely a, an Ubisoft game. First cousin. Should I get it? Uh, yes, I think you probably should. Although mm. um, it's tricky, actually, isn't it? Because we won't be around to to tell each other. That's true. Um, but it looks fun, doesn't it? It looks. I mean, it actually, it had an awful lot of hard work to do to get to the stage of everybody thinking, "Oh, that looks like fun." Mm. Given that on paper, it's the worst idea. It is. Uh, but I quite like the idea of a non-serious XCOM. I agree. Mm. Um, although Ubisoft, they did a naughty, didn't they? Today, did they? They did do a naughty on the Switch. They, uh, somebody accidentally published the Rayman Legends demo. Ooh. It was up for a bit and now it's down. I didn't download it, but then I don't really want it. What's Rayman Legends? Is it another 2D side-scrolling? It's, it's, it's been out on everything. Talking of uh, platform games. Oh, yeah. Have you seen it? Like, I, here's something I don't get. Okay. Crash Bandicoot. Yes. At all. I remember Phil Harrison showed me that behind closed doors once going, <laughs> this, uh, this, and this was obviously before it before it came out on PlayStation. Um, and, uh, it's, yeah, it looks, looks all right. But um, they've always been too difficult. Mm-hmm. Never been particularly fun. Really weird perspective to play a video right, game from. Right. I, I've, I've never understood it on any level. Like, it seems to be... It's, I mean, I think basically it's quite an unattractive, yep. at best massively cliched video Sounds like game. Us. The perspective... <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. But it, it's, it's not on radio, is it? So, <laughs> that's true. Um, uh, the perspective, as you point out, is 
horrendous yep. for uh, a video game. And I've never, I've you know, I've played it briefly and didn't have a good time. And yet, it's was it the biggest PlayStation Four launch of the year so far? People love it. it. Maybe it's a Ready Player One style nostalgia thing. Right. People are just buying into it because they remember it. Um, I don't know. Anna, have do you, you played just, it? No, I haven't. But do people like? Oh, I remember that. I'll play it. That's that's is it a, lo- a, a lot of a nostalgia of... is huge business, right? People confuse the sort of pleasant sensation they get from remembering something they have experienced with the pa- in the past mm. with actual, you know, this is interesting and that explains why I was at an eighties music festival <laughs> <laughs> dancing to Howard Jones. Well, <laughs> yeah, and maybe it does. Yeah. But I, yeah, I've I've genuinely been surprised at the number of people who yeah, it's odd, isn't it? It didn't. I, I didn't. Did it? review very well I don't know well the, there's been some controversy hasn't there I've seen the kids uh, the meme the meme based kids getting cross at reviewers for saying it's too difficult uh, uh, going, you're just rubbish at the game you know like you've been spoilt by quick saves and stuff uh, it's always been too difficult I think mm. uh, and not fun because of that but. I could have stopped Phil Harrison in that private room. <laughs> Time travel. I could is have that, done. Is that your Hitler? It could have been, couldn't it? The Bandicoot. <laughs> I could have stopped it and then it would all be very different. Maybe we'll get the new uh, Lady Doctor Who to go back and... Let's remember this when somebody next shows us something behind closed doors. Let's stop them. <laughs> Shall we? Isn't that every guest? <laughs> well, do, do come on more <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. Uh, this is We Danced Untitled 6. Again, it's from chipmusic.org. Listen to what I found. What you found? The cyber zone is parked for shipping. So we meet again in the data stream. Salute, cybernauts. Oh, God! <laughs> There we go. Craig Charles Awooga. Always ahead of the curve, Craig, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, it was a He's a friendster of uh, to John video game news. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> wow. I wouldn't join Do you think he still says Facebook. it? Craig Charles? Yeah. Well, he's busy on Coronation Street now. Oh, woo, guys. <laughs> right. I don't know. What? I don't know. Uh, any Dunmarshall updates? No DM updates, apart from he appears to have. Um, Found the time though to uh, retweet um, Gamma Sutra. So wherever he is, he's, he's got, got internet he's access. Got internet. 
He has, yeah. So he's out and about, and he's just retweeted Gamma Sutra. Blog, why Behold the Kickman is a surprisingly important game. Surprisingly important. That? Know. Which of which of Dan Marshall's pseudonyms wrote that? <laughs> Let's have a look. Let's have a look. I think the blogs can be authored by anybody, can't they? Troy Lonergan. Mm, that sounds like a. It does, doesn't it? That's an anagram of Dan Marshall. That's <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Absolutely right. We've got about a quarter of an hour left. Shall we do the reviews? Let's get on with it. Okay. Brilliant. Uh, Simon, what have you been playing this week? I have been playing almost exclusively from Friday through to t- through until today, Splatoon 2 on the Me Nintendo Switch. Two. So maybe we should start with Anne. What have you been playing? Hi. Um, so I started playing a few games that I bought in the sale. Uh, which the are, sale? The sale. Harrod's sale, isn't the it? The sale. It's only one sale. Yes. It's the Steam sale. It's the DFS sale. <laughs> um, and I started playing a few of them. Uh, I might play more of them and review them at a later date, but I started playing Claire. I started playing M++. Because I'm going through all the games that you don't stop talking about so that I can have an opinion. Wait, do you talk about M++ a lot? He, he does, yeah. I've never heard him talk about Claire. No, no, no. I'm Claire... confused. I thought you were calling me Claire. <laughs> no, there's a game called Claire. Okay. Uh, and then, comma, I also played right, I see. some of M++, but I didn't uh, get very far in because I wanted to play uh, The Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Oh, yeah. Because I've never played it before. Looks right up my alley. Uh-huh. Turns out, right up my alley. Okay. Or in my woods. Uh-huh. Uh What happens in it? So, you play as uh, Paul Prospero, I think it's called. Um, he's like this. Um, uh, he has connections to the other other realms, and and this uh, kid called Ethan has been writing to you. And so you go to the place where Ethan was, and you're basically investigating all of these murders. Whoa! Um, some yeah, some creepy stuff has been going on there. So you, um, uh, but it's. It's a really good walking around game because, as it says at the beginning, this is a narrative game that doesn't hold your hand. So so my first run through, I literally walked straight to the end uh, and didn't do anything. <laughs> and then I went, I should probably look up a walkthrough guide. Uh, so I did just to get started. Just needed a, a few... So what, it finished? No, I just walked through and not, I literally didn't find anything because I just followed the train track Ooh, right to the end and then I was like... That was a That's a nice walk. Was it a nice walk? It was a lovely walk. Okay. So it's a very, very beautiful game. Very beautiful. It's one of those ones set in America where oh, everything's yeah. quite beautiful, but right. you know it's all disturbed as well. Okay. Um, yeah, so then I learned a few things uh, and then it has, yeah, this... So uh, you sort of like... How much of the walkthrough did you read before you let go? Before it let go of you or you let go of it? What do you mean? Well, you said that you walked to the end and then realised that you should probably look up a walkthrough. So did you, did you just see the start of what you need to do or did you just then play via the walkthrough? Well, then I just saw the start of what I wanted okay. to do and then carried on. What was the instruction at the start then? What's the first thing you missed? Uh, literally, don't... You just go into the forest. Don't just follow the... Right, the train uh, tracks. Don't follow the train tracks. But I was like, go straight ahead, obviously. Right, OK. Uh, anyway, so there's this... Um, little mechanic in it where you uh, if you uncover all these clues then it shows you a scene that happened and then you put it in a chronological order and it will show you everything that's happened with all these characters Uh, and so I'm I'm a few murders in okay good (laughs) Um, I visited several different like sets there's a really cool bit with an astronaut which I don't think is essential to the plot I didn't really understand it uh, but that was really really fun um yeah, it's. I really enjoy it. It's just walking around and finding, finding dead people, and then figuring, and then using Could you your type sense. That into Google. <laughs> walking around finding dead people. Dot com. Yeah. Um, yes. So I'm really enjoying it. I'm looking forward to finishing it. I think I. Just read a walkthrough, couldn't you? Yeah, but then you don't live it, so you don't get to see the beautiful scenery that happens alongside all of this murder. Seems odd to me. I think you've been very, very forgiving. Really? Yeah. Do you not like it? I've not played it, no, but one that you go, well, I've just got to the end, I need to go and look out. No, I just I just started walking and I was like, I, I'm definitely missing something here and I couldn't be bothered. I like my games quick. Let's get, <laughs> let's get to it. But I, I think that that's an interesting point, that like 
we complain if games lead us by the hand, yeah. right? If a game like that that yeah. just says, right, go over here, go over here, go over here, uh, then it becomes boring very, yeah. very quickly. But a game that you know, a game that relies on the intelligence of the player to find these things rewards you with that joy of discovery. Mm. But of course, the risk is that you'll just walk to the end of train yeah. tracks. Scanters here. Yeah, we'll be off. Just walk to the end. Were you whistling as you walked? <laughs> uh, there has to be a balance, though, between... Yeah, yeah so it has to, has but, to be some game that, design. But, but that balance is different for every single exactly. human. And not on a, like, smart, stupid axis, but every human is how different much, and triggered by different things. How much time have you got as well? Yeah, for I, sure. I could have, uh, you know, gone for a wander. It would have been a very nice wander. found loads of different things in different orders. Don't have the time, Simon. Very busy lady. Okay. So I read a bit of a walkthrough, which I don't think is a bad thing. Don't mm. you tell me it is. <laughs> uh, and it meant that I enjoyed it a whole lot more. I got to see more of it. We just contrast that with something like her story. Yeah. Which doesn't give you any instruct but you, but so it, somehow it, it knows where you're yeah. going to go. Yeah, I, I do think that there, there are... Uh, so basically, I followed the train track because it was straight in front of me. And if there's something that's straight in front of you that it looks as though it's pointing you somewhere, you'd follow it. But the first thing going off to the side, they could, you know... There, there are ways of uh, encouraging people down a certain path. Okay. People think very highly of it. You know, I just, I, I, I really hadn't realised like it. it was that. I hadn't realised that it was, it was like that. It, it How much did you pay for it? Uh, to know, I got it quite cheap in the sale. Good job. Got it quite cheap. <laughs> uh, seven out of ten, though. Good. Splatoon two. Splatoon two. Um, was this your first Splatoon? Well, I, um, I bought. The original, I, I believe the original was twenty nine ninety nine. I think um, it was quite light on content. Okay, and I, um, I thought, yeah. Back then, I remember being slightly confused by it, and that's not lessened. It's definitely the first video game where I feel old. Mm-hmm. I think in that it has main sex. So it's a, it's a paintballing game, man. Okay, mm. where you. Uh, you start off in a square and you can buy some clothes and the, the shirt, the hat, the ch- shoes will augment your abilities. And um, the main game mode, Turf War, is about 4v4 who is going to cover the, who's going to have the most paint covered on the floor when the time runs out. It's quite uh, instant restarts. You can get splatted. You get straight back into the game after a, a, a few seconds. It's wrapped up in this garish neon culture um, that is a little bit annoying, but actually I think it's testament to the strength of the game that you sort of click through it and you sort of really don't mind. But um, uh, Splatoon 2 introduces um, a bigger single-player mode, which I've been enjoying, Steve. Have you been playing it? I have uh, been playing it less than Turf War, okay. uh, but I've, I've been enjoying it as well. It's right. a good change of pace because Turf War is very, very intense for three minutes and you can't really look away. You certainly can't pause the game during that three minutes. But, you know, if you're doing something else or, you know, uh, the single player fits perfectly with that. Well, and you can play single player offline. The mm, rest of Splatoon is uh, basically online. So they've introduced uh, the Salmon Run. Have you done that? Well, it's closed at is the it? moment. Well, yeah. it's typical Nintendo fashion. <laughs> so, what, so the way that you play the game is that it's constantly rotating in real time what stages are available. So, um, Which I think is brilliant. Well, uh, and, and unless you want to play the Salmon Run, which sure. is this new horde mode where four of you need to team up and collect salmon eggs across three waves. It's got mini bosses coming along. It's really frenetic. Um but uh, yes, the Salmon Run is uh, opens and closes and have different stages, and then the ranked battles have different modes as well. And that's the thing. I was, so I was, um, and, and then it has all these other characters that you can buy merch from, and then you mm-hmm. can. There's a man set selling food that he wants tickets or vouchers from, and a, I don't know where to get those from. And then a man wanted yeah. to scrub my t-shirts for me. Huh. And I don't know what I don't know what's happening here, but I've been really, really, really enjoying it. Really and I enjoying think it. Actually, that confusion, which initially I was terrified by, because I was like, "This is online. I don't know what I'm doing. It's my first ever Splatoon experience, and I'm going to embarrass myself." in front of you know some people who I'll never hear or meet but still it feels embarrassing that confusion and that learning actually has become you know part of the uh, enjoyment for me, particularly because you know you say you don't like this neon aesthetic and the universe that's I in know, there. I think it or, looks lovely, but it's a, a but it's a bit alien to you, right? I quite like that. I think the sound design and the visual design is 
brilliant. Super it strong. It feels like an alien world to me, and it feels quite coherent. The translation, uh, you know, I've talked a lot about how much I hate the script in Zelda. I think the dialogue in this is brilliant. It's so fun and joyful and playful, like all the time as well. And the game, which initially I wasn't sure I was getting on with, I'm slowly getting into it. I think it does a brilliant job of easing you into it. It's very, very slow. It takes, you know, every few levels you level up, more things become accessible to you, more weapons become accessible to you as well. And the rapid turnover of games means that although it is frustrating when you find yourself piled on and lose, and I'm losing an awful lot, there's always the sense that, oh, well, next game round the team's going to be mixed up I'll be with that really strong player maybe and I couldn't have won anyway that round Um, so the the sort of pain of defeat isn't as harsh as in previous games like this that I've played Um, and I'm starting to really 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 enjoy it as well like you say the mix up of the offline play and the online play is great I just find it really strange that they've um, they've put so much of it behind quite a high skill. Mm. Um, so I think you need to be level ten. Yeah, and I'm level nine. I haven't seen this battles that you you have seen. I've only played the one game mode. Turf yeah, War, up and, to this point. and I mean Turf War is great, and I, I like the way that it can change so much towards the end. Mm-hmm. And actually, when the way that it it, uh, it shows you the final score, you, you, sometimes you're never quite sure. I think I've got it. Yeah. Yep, got it. Um, Rainmaker. So I've, I've I think I think there are three modes at the moment in ranked battle. There's uh, Rainmaker, uh, Splat Zones, and then there's another one which apparently is very good. It's a floating platform one. But I've only ever, by the times I've been playing it, they've only had one of those two right. alive. Uh, Rainmaker is um, race to the centre, and then you've got to pick this thing up and take it deep into their territory. Uh-huh. Effectively a goal just before their spawn point. Right. And, well... The first time that I played it, I grabbed the thing and thought I had to bring it back to mine. So I was <laughs> running back to mine, and then people going, this way, this way, this way, uh, which you can do via sort of tech speak. Um, but I've got to grip to that. And now, actually, this lunchtime, people understand how they're playing it. And so, actually, key to it is having one person camped out much, much further than you need yep. to stop the other guys as they're coming down. I think I'm getting used to my preferred weapons. I think uh, the which is um, your preferred the dual wielding one certainly in um, Rainmaker. So um, I've been trying to use that today and failing badly, but I'm really enjoying. Well, initially I was enjoying the roller, which seems to me to be the weapon that the, everyone gets good at first. Yeah, like yeah. And then I, I've been on a rapid fire sort of pistol type okay. thing. The me. MG's got a spread. Um, there's right. one that's got a decent spread for turf wars, and I somebody was very ferocious with the ink brush, which was yeah, on that's Sunday. a lot. A lot of experts love the inkbrush. I c- couldn't combat. get it. Don't get it. Splat zones is um, territory within a level. Take it and keep it. Mm. And then there were various countdowns and penalties and stuff like that. It's just, yeah, it's great. And now, so it's only this lunchtime where I felt, okay, I know what I'm doing in Rainmaker because now I'm in ranked. Your rank will go up, but it can. Well, I don't know if it can go down yet. But but, but the thing I've been on has been breaking. I'm like, oh no, what's mine will definitely go down. Yeah, like, I, I'm I'm very bad at the game. I don't feel good at, it, but I don't really mind. Uh, but and then we're going to move on to um, rank uh, to league as well, which you have to be a, a ranked B. Yeah, never. Can never. Get that. I mean, that's when you get to make teams, isn't it? Yeah. When you get to put it's together. Our, it's, are we going to have a clan? Well, apparently you're not going to get there, are you? Well, you know, in theory, I just want square brackets of my name. Okay. <laughs> Something like that. What? What is our clan? OLL, I guess. I guess it's got to yeah. be, hasn't it? I don't it? know how clans work either. But no, it's good. Um, the controls are initially a little baffling. Are you, st- you sticking with motion control? Absolutely not. No? Absolutely not. It was not. good at work today in the swivel chair. I was playing it lunchtime. So you're sticking with motion control? Uh, yeah. Turn, I found it. Turn, just... turn the sensitivity up to five. No, I, f- I found it bewildering. Well, no wonder you're no good at it. I don't mind being no good at it versus being seasick. <laughs> uh, so I turned the motion controls off straight away. Okay. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I am. What I'm seeing in it, which I don't usually see in games, is a very brutal skill ceiling for me, where I'm like, I'm never going to be as good as that person who's just run out, like rolled three times, shot me, and I'm dead. Yeah. I don't mind. No. I don't mind. There's a glitch in it at the moment. I'm going to tell <laughs> There's a glitch where you can get infinite tickets, Steve. Ah, really? There is currently. I've got seven so far. <laughs> wow, you've really taken <laughs> advantage of that. I really have. Seven. It takes, it takes a minute or so to do, but yeah. Fantastic. Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Good. Good review section, I thought. Um, only thing is we did it over the letters theme. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, thanks for your letters. <laughs> That's what happens when you mix up the sections. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, how, well. did that, how did that happen? Yeah. Right. Uh, have good summers, won't you? Yeah, we'll do. Won't see you for the yeah, entire summer. Yeah, you will. We will, because we've got uh, Marioki in August. Marioki dates all over the place, haven't oh, yeah, we? So we're going to run through those in a second. Uh, our AGM, which I'm very, very excited about. Um, do... Oh, this isn't our last show. I was going to sign off to yeah. everyone, but no, we've got another one. Are you excited? Next week's going to be Mike good, excited isn't it? about it, yeah. Yeah, we're going to have Marshall on the show. Let's get Marshall. One assumes. On the blower. If he wants, if he wants his game to succeed. Exactly. Yeah. He knows what to do. Yeah. Good. Um, Any other business? Got about a minute. Uh, oh, oh, Overcooked out on Switch on Thursday, isn't it? Are you going to get is that? Is it? Is it? Yeah, I quite like the fact that st- with the Switch at the moment, like, so we all knew it was coming, and then, and then the, the, they're like, yeah, it's out Thursday. Wow, okay. Yeah. Um, I think Overcooked for me is more of a players in the same room Lo- thing, yeah. local multiplayer, and I've got it on okay. PC. So. But you won't be able to play on the train on your PC, will you? But so. I will never, ever be in a situation where I have four friends on a train. And if I did, I wouldn't be want, want to be making Overwatch Overcooked-style noise on that. I feel very <laughs> conscious of that. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. stick to well, that. Well, I'll be picking it up, and I'll be reviewing it. First show we get back. Can't wait. Yes. Same all right. Time. Good. Uh, thank you all for being with us throughout the last 59 minutes. We have been One Life Left, and we have one more show before our summer break. So we'll see you next week. Until Bye. then. See you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.